This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Hi, folks. Welcome to this hour. Rob Breckenridge in for Shagan. A bunch more to get to uh, on the Monday edition of the program, including coming up after 1030, this press conference in Edmonton. Prime Minister Justin Trudeau is in town. Premier Jason Kenney is there. And yes, the two will be on hand together to announce this new child care funding agreement between the feds and the province. Some other matters may come up as well. We'll have it all for you coming up after 1030. Got some other matters we'll get to today. More time for your phone calls. 403-974-8255-780-496-0063. Now, back when the federal government uh, launched its COVID supports, CERB most notably, there was, uh, I guess, an understandable urgency to getting money out the door but with that urgency came a vulnerability and and first the focus was people that didn't qualify for CERB who were getting it now those were people that that you know we could recoup that money from later if you got CERB and you didn't qualify you know you'd end up owing money so maybe there was a thinking that 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 side of it would work out there's another element to that vulnerability though it's a little more concerning the extent to which Criminals, organized crime, were able to take advantage of the system, knowingly and actively defrauded the Canada Emergency Response Benefit, according to a recently obtained financial intelligence report. The Financial Transactions and Reports Analysis Center of Canada, known as FinTrack, noted that in the first few months of CERB, criminal organizations using stolen identities uh, we're filing all kinds of requests uh, in order to applications in order to get that funding. Now, this all came to light, as mentioned, uh, this recently obtained reports, which was obtained by our next guest. This was an access to information request filed by Ottawa researcher Ken Rubin more at his website, KenRubin.ca. And he joins us on the line here this morning. Again, thanks for making some time for us. Welcome to the program. Oh, hi there, Rob. Well, I appreciate you making some time for us here today. And I guess, you know, talk about your research here and, and what led you to file this request. And you must have had some inkling, some idea that, that there was a potential problem here. Well, um, yes and no. I certainly have looked at the issue of money laundering over a few years and uh, uh, also... Uh, thought that there could be um, some connections with the billions of dollars in pandemic funding uh, that went out. And it's always a surprise when you do find out that there is a connection where public funds inadvertently are being used for organized crime uh, and uh, part of a money laundering scheme uh, as a result of, of illegally obtaining that money. So what do these documents tell us then about how criminal organizations were, were going about this? Well, they tell us a little bit, but not much information is given by Fintrex uh, that they were using uh, prepaid cards um, and then would mix uh, cash, uh, the benefits that they obtained, and 
Phoenix, the, uh, that money was other illegally obtained money and uh, do what they do. Obviously, a lot of money went, went out through this program, billions and billions of dollars. I mean, do, do we have any idea of how much might have been pocketed by criminal organizations? Uh, no, it would be great if there was a greater transparency uh, for knowing how much uh, went to towards uh, public funds going to money laundering, but uh, that's not not available. I mean, some of the applications, a few that were done, and these figures go back over a year because it took them a while to respond. Uh, some of them are multi-application, so be in the thousands at least, but one, you know, one needs facts to find that out, and they're not available, unfortunately. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point-of-sale system you can trust, or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Yeah, and I mean, that, that's the whole thing. I mean, you know, that, that it falls to, you know, researchers like yourself to have to try to dig this up. I mean, this is a report that's, that's sitting there. The federal government has this information. I mean, this is obviously troubling information, very relevant information in terms of how uh, taxpayer dollars are being spent or, you know, how criminal organizations are taking advantage of a program like this. What, why? Where is that transparency, Ken? Well, unfortunately, if you could ask the uh, two leaders who are in uh, Alberta today, yeah. they're both uh, not exactly fans of transparency. Um, it isn't there because there's not the will for it, and so we have uh, a lot of secrecy in a lot of fronts. And part of the thing is, at least with money laundering, it's it's a major problem, but there's never been a national plan as yet uh, to combat it uh, uh, adequately. And so we're left in the dark on this and other issues from climate change to... Uh, certain um, types of systemic racism. I mean, it, the list goes on and on. And so we need to be, do much better than what we um, get. Mm -hmm. Well, and, and you know, the thing was, and look, you've been doing this a long time and you've filed many, many access to information requests. You, you've been in court over this. You, you know how the system works. And, and with that, you know the problems that exist. This was supposed to be improved, right? I mean, you know, back in 2015, when the Liberals were elected, this was something they promised, wasn't it? That we were going to improve Canada's access to information system. You know, whether it's this issue or, or many others, the, the fact remains that we really haven't, have we? No, well, when you get um, the government uh, walling off cabinet records and pretty well closing down much on policy, advice and uh adding you know further grams for exemption then you then you do have a a serious problem uh, and they're not about to give up their uh, entitlements or privileges so yeah it's you know people have to speak out and uh, start realizing that 
nowhere like in neighboring BC right now they're trying to limit their act further so that people won't get some records that they even have been getting the limited amount they have so it's it's a problem provincially uh, territorial and and fairly it takes a lot of expertise you know i mean to to know how to navigate the system and and sometimes these requests can can drag on for months and months and months uh, sometimes you know there there's a cost associated how difficult is it for the average citizen to even know where to start when it comes to obtaining information that we're we're legally entitled to well it can be difficult i don't i, I, I tell people don't give up try it out i mean focus you know on the specifics, you target a department or two. Um, I mean, in Alberta, one of the initial stumbling blocks is the fees, which should there should no longer be any fees associated with getting access to records. Um, you you have to be persistent, and you have to um, sometimes uh, follow the trail on more than one application, and. Uh, just keep going. I mean, why, why shouldn't you? It's, you've paid for it. And so if, if it's a bit cumbersome and secretive, you still can attempt to get records, uh, you know. Uh, so why not? More uh, on your work, your website. It's KenRubin.ca. Ken, appreciate you making some time for us here today. Thanks so much for this. Yeah, no problem. Uh, thanks. And uh, uh, keep up the uh, questioning. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, Ken, thanks again. There you go. That's uh, Ottawa-based researcher Ken Rubin, KenRubin.ca. So it was his access to information request that led to this FinTrack report surfacing. And, yeah, raises all kinds of very troubling questions. How much money was paid out to organized crime groups? Is there any way to recoup that? So a little bit more from this report says, quote, they tend to hire groups. So this is these, you know, speaking of these criminal organizations who specifically targeted serve, that the government's about to throw out a bunch of money. Let's go get some, was essentially the thinking. It says, quote, they tend to hire groups of individuals to cash the benefit checks at various locations around town. In one instance, the reporting entity indicated that social media was used as the means of recruitment of these people. So in some cases, they're using stolen identities to file applications. You know, in other instances, they're recruiting people uh, to come in and, and do that. We don't know to what extent this, this was successful then. Uh, goes on to say, reporting entities indicated the criminal organizations using stolen IDs and individuals recruited by, via social media operating Serb scams in certain cities. Prepaid cards are loaded with Serb benefits and other laundered uh, funds. Okay, well, how much? How much went out? Are we able to, to go after these individuals? Are we able to recoup any of that? Who knows? All right, so all kinds of questions this raises. And again, this is information that the feds are sitting on. This is sitting in a report, a 2020 FinTrack report. that hadn't seen the light of day until, you know, this researcher that we just spoke with, Ken Rubin, uh, went after it. Maybe had an idea of where to look or what to look for or how to file uh, an access to information request that would come up with something relevant, and it did. So we appreciate the work he's doing in bringing some transparency, but it's just unfortunate that that has to be the way that we learn about this.